Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about getting smarter, about threat intelligence, and it's my privilege to be speaking with John Clay. He's Director of Global Threat Communications with Trend Micro. John, pleasure to talk with you again. Yeah, Tom, I'm looking forward to our conversation today. So, John, to talk about threat intelligence, when it comes to getting intel that matters the most to one's industry, one's enterprise, where do you see organizations typically going astray? Yeah, it's a great question, Tom. And when you think about good threat intelligence sharing, it's really about trust, speed, and context. And one of the things we've seen in the with some of the real-world sharing programs we did a study about this and only about 5% of the members were willing to share their IOCs or indicators of compromise with their community. But yet 95% of them wanted to obtain those same IOCs from their fellow members. Obviously that shows a lack of trust. They didn't want to share their data upwards, but they, they wanted to, to subsume uh, the, the data downwards. So, you know, when you're building a, a sharing program, it's only as good as the members are willing to build a two-way street. And that's where I think one of the biggest challenges we see today, especially as we, we're talking about privacy, uh, that's getting a, a bigger and bigger uh, issue out there. And organizations need to figure out how they can share their data without compromising their privacy. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges we see with these sharing programs today. John, you also see a lot of organizations that subscribe to what you might call generic Intel feeds. What do you find is being overlooked with some of those feeds that the organizations do purchase? Yeah, you know, if you look at the attacks and the threats today, Tom, they're very targeted, right? In the past, what we used to have is the spray and pray type of, of model. You know, if you think about Melissa and, so, and Configure where the actors behind these try to infect as many computers out there in the world as possible. Today, these attacks are getting more and more targeted. Our research is showing the number of threats we're detecting going down every year, and that's part of it is because the actors are, are not doing these spray and pray pro programs out there or campaigns out there. Our research, in fact, is showing over 90% of malicious files are only found on one device. Therefore, you know, if you think about the generic Intel feeds, you're getting generic IOCs. And the reality is, you know, the threat that attacks me is not going to be the, the, the same threat that attacks my neighbor or, or another member of down the street, so to speak. So when you think about it, you need to build a more customized approach. You need to get the threat data that is going to be targeting your organization or your industry. The actors out there today really try, if, if they are going to utilize a similar type of threat, uh, it's probably going to be going after a certain type of uh, similar target, in, order, in other words. You can kind of think about this like in the, in the patch management uh, arena, right? You don't patch every single vulnerability that is out there. You only patch those vulnerabilities, one, that affect you, right? The, the, the OSs and applications that you're actually running that need to be patched. And then when you think about those, you only really need to patch the ones that are being exploited out there in the wild. Otherwise, you're, you're patching stuff that doesn't necessarily or needlessly have to be patching. So it's very similar to, um, to that approach when you think about a generic threat intelligence feed. 
it, it, you tend to, to get a lot of IOCs or indicators of compromise that are never going to be utilized by your organization. So talk to me more about this customized threat intelligence program. How does one go about building one? Yeah, this can be a bit tricky because it requires you to work within your industry or your and, and with your security vendors. But really, the first step uh, could be to identify ways to obfuscate and automate the sharing process. Uh, one of the things that we found um, as we talked, I, I talked earlier about that 95, uh, 5%, 95% ratio, you really need to think about how can you automate the ability to obfuscate your IOCs that you're, you're getting inside your organization and automatically sharing those out to your community. So you need to start, start thinking about that process. And that needs to be in conjunction with working with your security vendors. Um, but also you need to start thinking about the community as a whole. Who do you want to share with? What community do you want to build up with, right? So that's some of the key things you're going to have to deal with as an organization. But once you've identified that work, um, you can work with your vendors, you can work with your, um, with your community to start building a threat intelligence sharing program or process uh, that could work for you. Now, John, I know you have some personal experience here. Can you talk about how you helped to build such a customized program? Yeah, you know, um, we at Trend Micro worked with a organization called High Trust that works in the healthcare community. And what we did is we took a an existing threat intelligence sharing platform that High Trust had built within their healthcare community. And there was, you know, they had 70, 80, 80 members of that, and they were building and they were sharing that. But this is where we found the 5%, 90% ratio. And the, you know, the members wanted to obtain the IOCs, but they didn't want to share their own IOCs. So what we ended up doing is working with High Trust and working with a couple of key healthcare providers and building an automated program or platform. So what happened was, is we took some of our products and solutions in, uh, from Trendmicro and we had those deployed at that cus those customers. And we worked with them to make sure that any IOCs that were identified by our solutions, one, we, we obfuscated them. So we stripped out any PII data associated with them. And then we built an automated process that would take those IOCs, automatically share them with the high trust uh, threat intelligence sharing platform. And that would then send it out to all of the other community uh, members of that community. And uh, it was amazing to see what uh, the results that we had. So what we were seeing previously was that it took about seven weeks to share IOCs, right? So among the community, um, we got that number down to within less than an hour uh, to share an IOC. The other thing that you, um, and we talked about earlier about context, right? All of the IOCs that were found were associated with the healthcare industry, right? Because it was coming from a healthcare provider and their network. So sh you're sharing IOCs that are that are tied to the similar organizations to others in that in that community. So that allowed us to. Uh, so we we basically built trust. We built speed and we built context around the IOC and, and the threat intelligence sharing program. That was a, an amazing thing. And we, we, we feel that um, we need to take that model and build it out to other communities out there. 
Well, that's a great for a follow-up question. If you take a step back and talk about that model, how is Trend Micro helping organizations to build customized threat intelligence programs? Yeah, there's two ways that we've done it. First and foremost is we found that with such the success that we had with working with High Trust, we actually formed a new company called Sisive, whose function is taking that new threat intelligence sharing model and offering it to other types of organizations. So we're broadening out our approach to, to other industries. So not just the healthcare industry, we're looking at finance, we're looking at manufacturing, and that organization is gonna be uh, basically providing those that type of solution out there. The other aspect that we saw that needed improvement around that was visibility of those uh, of that threat intelligence data. So we've, we've built some front end capabilities using artificial intelligence and machine learning to build a much better visibility into the attacks and, and the IOCs that are targeting these different organizations. So that's one way. The other area is something that Trend Micro has been doing for many, many years as part of our smart protection network where this is a, a cloud-based infrastructure so that whenever a, a detection is found inside an organization, one of our customers, or a new threat is found within our customers, it's uploaded to our cloud. And then we share that information, we share the protection out to all of our customers globally without the need to send signatures or anything like that. They're immediately available to all of our customers. So our customers end up querying us and saying, hey, is this file bad or good? And, and we block it. Is this web URL good or bad? And we block it. So we've built this kind of, it's more of a hub and spoke model today. But the intent is in the future to really build a mesh network, which would be much more efficient than the hub and spoke model that we have today. But that's that's on the horizon and, and what we're going to be doing for our customers in the future. John, we've given people a lot to think about today. If they stop to reassess how they're collecting and sharing threat intel, what are the questions they need to be asking themselves? Yes, I think, you know, internally they need to ask themselves if they think threat intelligence sharing is something they would want to do first and foremost, right? If they want a program like this, do they want to share that? And then think about some of the biggest hurdles that we mentioned is their willingness to share their own their own information up to others, right? So that has to be addressed first and foremost. One, do I want to be in a program? And two, am I willing to share my data? Because again, the community is only going to be as good as all the members share their data amongst each other, right? Next, they need to identify the type of community they'd want to support, right? Is it going to be industry-based or is it going to be some other type of, of community that they want to build? Then they also need to discuss with their security vendors, their ability to support an automated sharing process. And, and especially that can obfuscate any of the private data that they would be, that would be part of that IOC, that indicator of compromise that they're going to be sharing up there. And then lastly, really to start getting involved in some of your existing communities that are out there to see if they'd be interested in building something like this. So as you're going to, you, you know, meeting your, 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 your peers and your colleagues out there at, at events and so forth, start talking to them about, are they already a part of a sharing, uh, a threat intelligence sharing program? Can, or would you be willing to build that? So I think all of those things uh, are, are some good first steps to get started. And, 
you know, as we as we move into 2019 and beyond, I think, you know, another thing area you might see with threat intelligence sharing is nation states building out some of the more public threat intelligence sharings. But the challenge I see with that, Tom, is those are going to be more of the generic type of ones. I think where organizations can truly benefit is building these customized threat intelligence sharing communities that are targeting the uh, threats that are targeting themselves in, the, in their organization. Great insight. John, thanks so much for your time today. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it and look forward to doing this again. We've been talking about getting smarter about threat intelligence, and I've been speaking with John Clay. He's Director of Global Threat Communications with Trend Micro. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.